0: Yo, you already know what it is. You are listening to The Urban Product. It's your boy, DME.
1: And it's your girl, Imani.
0: How you doing today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing all right. I'm doing smooth. Mm. Um, for the people that are listening right now, Rich is not with us for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be back in a little bit. But for this episode, you got me and Amani. Jake's with us in the studio. Cats on the outside. Uh, last week, it was Rich and I kind of giving our usual vibe. You can listen to myself and Imani Mm -hmm. to see what our vibe is like and see what our chemistry is like through conversation. You feel me? Because it's one thing when the three of us are here, but then when you break it down into the the little bits, the conversations can just go so differently because, you know, there's more room for other people's opinions to breathe. And then, you know, organically, the conversation can just go somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, but Amani catch me up. You have you weren't here last week.
1: I was not here last week. Um we did a schedule change and you know y- y'all know school come first. Um your girl is swimming in school work. Um we fightin, but um you know took a couple tests last week. We didn't on the results, so we'll see what happens. Um also, if for those who saw my IG story y'all saw your girl you know living her best life being okay eyes doing fine lashes on point and this morning uh we woke up with a reddish swollen ass eye for no reason um do we have covid we're gonna say no okay but um <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna let
0: that slide for the uh, show <laughs> yeah we're gonna say no <laughs> okay but, full um, transparency
1: what you ma call it for my eyes, you know, to be continued. We'll see what the results is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm okay. Devin, how about you? How was your week?
0: Um, let's see, my week, my week. Yo, I'm just so busy. Shit's stressful, to be honest. i um, finding difficulty trying to keep everything in balance with uh, my school life, fucking work. Uh, The podcast. I feel like I can't give the correct amount of attention to everything, you know, the way I want to, at least. I feel like if I'm giving attention to one area, I'm losing focus and not giving enough attention to another area. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't find that perfect balance. So right now, you know, it's kind of fucking me up. It's giving me a couple uppercuts to the gut. Um, Shit, I've been kind of behind on some of the schoolwork. That I need to get done. So for that, um, actually not gonna be here next week or the following week for the people listening, just because I'm gonna need some time to get my shit together to you know handle all my shit. Y'all know how it is. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Also got to find the correct time to actually work because I'm a grown ass adult and these bills ain't gonna wait. So I have to find the right time for me to actually work. And go to school, you know? When you were younger, Shit's you could find crazy. more time to do everything. But, like, now there's not that much time. So you got to figure it out. So that's that's where I'm at right now. But we're smooth. I'm keeping my head above water. And uh, keeping my faith and hopes high. So that's where I'm at right now.
1: Oh, I'm happy for you. Okay. I hope everything goes
0: well. What I'm just sorry. hit you? No, something hit you.
1: Um, I forgot to tell everybody that. Even though I'm so happy I'm living on my own and, you know, I'm relishing in that experience. The place in which I'm living at, because I'm crossing my fingers, people from BSU are watching this and listening to this. If you live at Dwell 85, figure your shit out. Stop throwing up in the damn um staircases oh. and... um. To whatever. I don't even know what happened this past week and I think everyone kind of just lost their shit. Um I've never seen that many kids outside since I went to parties in high school. Um so that was
0: like like college kids or actual kids.
1: Both because I'm I'm concerned and I'm very much so um convinced that I have 18-year-olds living in my building. I'm convinced. Because some of them are, you could tell just face value, kid, one. Two, you could tell height level, just appearance level. It just looked like a kid. It was just a whole bunch of kids, like, just outside. And I was like, go home. Like, the cops are going to stay here until y'all go home. But they were just stubborn. These kids was bold. Talking about, oh, the cops not going to do nothing to me. I said, oh, my (laughs) God. Okay.
0: That was us in high school though.
1: Nah, they were both they were like, Hey oh now, Shorty, you wanna fuck? I said, What? Oh to you. No, thankfully. <laughs> I to, was about to whatever say. little girls they had with them in the group. I said Who the fuck are you? First off, you're throwing your life away, talking crazy at a cop, and then you gonna ask some shorty if she wanna fuck afterwards.
0: Oh the female cop?
1: No, no, oh, no, okay. no. no, Okay, no. okay,
0: my bad. I was no, just no, like, No, whoa. no, 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 no that's crazy yeah yeah these kids are bold nowadays they don't give a fuck about don't give two
1: shits man
0: yeah they don't is it like active is the scene active over there now
1: weekends is active
0: damn people are really outside like that i didn't even think that many people were back on campus but
1: same until (laughs) this past saturday i said oh so everyone's outside everyone's outside
0: does it look good at least what do you mean I don't know. Like, does the scene look good?
1: I mean, for them, is is it, if I was the, 18, does the scene, I'm having a good time. Is it like
0: a nice mix of color in the crowd? Nah. <sighs> ah, damn. I'm not
1: going to
0: lie to you. <sighs> BSU lost their spark then. Yeah, that's sad as hell. Oh, well sucks is. i did what i had to do in my time there <laughs> and i got the fuck out <laughs> but yeah we back uh we back uh let's see some things to catch up on we left the episode last week um, at a topic that i said needed imani's participation unfortunately rich is not here to have that conversation Thank with much. us but i'm sure after we have the conversation now he'll tap back in once mm-hmm. he joins up and be like yo This is what you guys didn't say about this shit. So, yeah, now that Imani's back, let's go ahead and reintroduce the topic. So, Imani. Yes. Hello. (laughs) Now that you're actually here next to me. All right, so me and Darnell started the conversation last week. And the conversation was, um, why do black men get shunned for dating white women? Uh, He gave his opinion. His opinion was that – Rich's opinion. His opinion was that um, he believes that it happens because – people feel like they're uh deserting their culture or abandoning their culture not really keeping it in the family or like tarnishing your legacy or putting a stain on it kind of in those words Mm -hmm. uh that's how he felt like and for that he believed um that's why black men were getting shunned for dating white women Mm -hmm. um I said that we couldn't have the conversation without you here, obviously, because your voice in this conversation matters a lot and kind of reigns over most of us, obviously. (laughs) So now that you're here, I just want to go ahead and have that conversation with you and have you lead it. And I'll kind of just I'll kind of just ad lib in the background, you feel me? (laughs) But yeah, I want to go ahead and and just ask you why do black men um get shunned for dating white women.
1: Okay. Um well first things first, it is unfortunate that Rich isn't here because I've had this conversation with him. Um not really in the sense where I shunned him um for dating white women, but more so it was just out of curiosity because me and Rich kind of to an extent live the same type of lives so um but i still like you know i still have my questions here and there and i still talk to certain you know dudes who were white but i never went to the full extent of being in relationships or going further than that and he was just doing it left and right and i was just like you know like you're a good looking dude you got what you you know going for yourself why are you just speaking to or why are you centering your preference around this one little thing um and his explanation, from what I remember, like most people that I've spoken to about this, is that it's the environment they grew, they were brought up in. So if they grew up just being around white people or whatever race, you know, their whole lives, there's some one way or another gonna start looking at those people when it comes to romantic relationships. Um, and once he said that, I understood what he meant. Um, Another reason why I had this conversation with him is because um, I have heard some black men, you know, use the excuse or generalize a statement that all black women, you know, I'm not going to date them because they're X, Y, and Z. And um, I feel like that could be a big reason why, you know, black men get shunned for that because unfortunately... Black women, and I'm going to keep saying it over and over and over again, are, you know, the most underrated female on this planet. You see a lot of our culture being copycatted onto you know, other women and other different races and it gets glorified. And then when it comes to black women, it doesn't really get glorified to that extent. I feel like now, because a lot of black women are gaining confidence of who they are as people, um, that certain things are getting more glorified. Things are, and that's why I feel like things are being okay the way they are. But um, with that being said, even though there may be reasons for why a person are doing it or are shunning another person for dating outside of their race, is it right? No. But do I understand it? Yes. Um, I come from, you know, a side of family that is just strictly you know interracial relationships i mean we literally got every damn race up in my family and we all look beautiful it's just great (laughs) um so when i when i see people do it i don't like it i don't feel like it's right at this point it's just it could be dumbed down to like just historical reasons like just having one side stick with that one side and not really branch out and just be um interlocked with each other i feel like when we do these things it brings us back to the old days where it's like okay we're here and you're here and there's no um connection and there's no inner community between races um yeah went on a little rant there but um i don't believe it's morally right for a person to shun somebody else for dating outside of their culture um but given the history, especially between whites and blacks, I can understand why um, a person or a black person or a black male or female, whichever the case may be, would wanna do that to somebody else because there is a lot of um, underlining like issues when it comes to that, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. See, now I've heard most of what you said already from um many other women so I definitely understand that perspective um when I see examples of it just in everyday life um like I can maybe famous celebrities who go through it like I said I mentioned RG3 last week uh somebody else that has gone through it was like Patrick Mahomes recently Mm -hmm. um And just every it's like it's an everyday thing. I can just go on and list people. But how I see it, I understand when people say that sometimes people do it because um, people do it. And while they're doing it, put black women down Mm -hmm. or um, this whole comparison thing where Mm -hmm. they can't just say, oh, I prefer this person because they always do it at the demise of black women. So I, I definitely get that perspective as well, and I hear that. But then I'm thinking like, okay, but it's not fair to generalize that to everyone then. Like, yeah, that happens, but that doesn't mean every person like does that, you feel me? It's like, oh, some people might just say, yeah, this is my preference. And not throw any type of shade at all afterwards. But still, it's like, oh, they'll go on and be with this person. And they'll still hear some type of shit in the background just because of the reality that they're living in. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry that that happens. And it sucks, but it's just a generalization people make. Mm -hmm. And that's what I feel like. Like, for example, you were mentioning uh, Rich earlier. And I won't say too much for him because he's not really here to speak uh, for himself. But I'm just like, yo, bro, like be with whoever fuck fuck what like other people say just be with whoever but when i hear just that kind of lurking in the background like oh this is the only type that you fuck with or blah 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 i'm just like nah now i feel like it's not that i feel like that's just the only thing you're paying attention to you feel me like i feel like if it was dating somebody else you wouldn't really pay attention but it's like this one specific type of person you'll notice that you feel me and then continued like drag and take shots on that and i'm just like you don't have to generalize it to everybody if the person is doing it and he's being hurtful while doing it then yeah give him all the shit in the world because at that point he's just being an asshole about it but to generalize it to everybody who decides to do that shit is unfair in my opinion and that's kind of my response um to that everything that you say i definitely understand there's truth in all of that as well but it just sucks you know, um, being the person who might not do all the bad shit that you said that people have done. And they're just like, I don't know, a regular, regular person. But nah, it's like because of what everything is systematically rooted in, mm-hmm. it's just like, nah, bro, you doing that. It's an L for you no mm-hmm. matter what, no matter what. And that's just what sucks about it.
1: No, yeah, I think it's just one of um, world's many flaws, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like um, it does even I feel like it happens either or like I've had when I was in my face. Well, it's not a face because I, I don't have no preference, but um, when, I I my, when
0: I was in my when <laughs> no, I was in
1: my face, no, that was really in my face. Um, I used to post I remember I used to post whatever crush I wanted, like or not wanted, but whatever crush I had, like I used to post them. And I remember people being like, "Why are you posting him?" I'm like, "Because he's hot." What people do you mean? I'm, that. I'm Even like, people not
0: our age. People still do that. That's what I'm it. saying. They're like, "Why are you?
1: Why are you? Why are you posting? You know, some white dude?" I'm like, "Cause he's hot." What do you mean? They're like, "Nah, you don't need that. Like, you need a black man." I'm like, "Nah, like, I I want whoever I want." So when I see people do that, I'm like, "Yo, like, I get it, but just chill out." I think the reason why i went and asked rich specifically because um it wasn't taught to me but you know it's it's kind of like you you get that feeling that like when black women just don't want well not all black women but some black women they'll tell their sons don't bring no white girl up in my house Mm. so for me it was just like all right let me ask my friend (laughs) who's constantly doing this not saying his mom (laughs) got any problem his mom (laughs) is real cool but like you do this like you kind of slap in the face till you know the old the old ones. So how like why you do it? How do you do it? Like what? What's the reason? And he gave me the reason, and I was just like, I right, bet. And it was a good conversation. Then mm-hmm. he asked me why don't I date, and I said, the opportunity hasn't presented itself until then. I'll never know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like if you were to date a white dude, I don't think anyone would give you shit. Uh, oh, <laughs> not really. Shit. It would just be like, this is new. Like, there's still probably because they like know you and know what you're into. And if you probably like brought that, I'd probably be like way left.
1: But see, that's my thing. I've always told people I don't have a preference. It's always <sighs> about op- I don't. It's always a- about opportunity presents itself. I've had certain white people like me. Like I've had dudes white me a lot. White dudes like me in freshman year. But again, because of the world's many flaws, he didn't know how to. He said this to my friend he didn't know how to approach me because he never dated a black girl before. And he Mm. didn't want to do it in a way where I would take it offensively. I I get that. And I was like, damn. Because they be bold. Yes.
0: And like, it could be so bold where you might have to slap them. Yeah. And homeboy don't want to get slapped. No, he don't want to get slapped. So I understand that. (laughs) I I feel you. I feel you. Okay,
1: but this was this was a loaded question, but this was a very good question because I feel like a lot of people have pre pre assumptions when it comes to this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and really like it's just all about a conversation. You can always learn so much from a conversation.
0: Well, I definitely also feel like there's many perspectives that we weren't sharing, like because because I understand your side and your perspective so well, I'm able to just agree with it naturally and just add my two cents to it but there's so many different sides of the coin and there's so many different um, answers that people would give to the story like I said last week way back in the day not saying it's like this now but way back in the day people treated it like a status symbol whereas like oh they thought that you know people treated them like they were a bends not to objectify but that's exactly what it was back in the day Mm Mm-hmm. Not saying the mindset is, um, I don't know. Hopefully, I pray to God for my generation, the mindset has changed. But way back in the day, that's really how they were thinking. And um, I was just like, all that matters is that we just don't compare. That's my biggest thing. And if the three of us were here all together having this conversation, I would have prefaced it by saying, yo, Let's try to have this conversation without making any type of comparisons, because the minute you start comparing, that's when everything goes downhill. And oh
2: yeah, like
0: that's like when when we posted a snippet of last week's conversation, somebody in the comments uh, went away said, "Yo, it's not really much to have a conversation about." Let me just load it up and see what he said directly. Because-
1: oh, I actually met him last week.
0: Oh, it's cool, people.
1: He's cool, people. All
0: right, that's what's up. Um, so the conversation was let me see what the comment was oh yeah so his comment was y'all don't have to wait for Imani to know that the issue does not lie in black men dating white women the issue is with black men who bash or ostracize black women while dating white women and that is what you mentioned you mentioned that earlier and like I said that does happen but to generalize it to say every person does that when it's not really true and then to still criticize them for their preference I just said earlier that it was unfair but that's one perspective that a lot of people share because when you're having that conversation you can just ask some people okay why is that your preference and a lot of people can't have that conversation without making a comparison Mm -hmm. and when they do that then yeah you're ostracizing um black women or just people in general whatever you decide to compare it to and i understand you know why you'll bash those type of people then you feel me and also how people fucking portrayed in media when you see, uh, like the like the Martin the Martin example, um, how people saw how Pam was being treated versus um,
2: uh, Gina. Surely, yeah. you feel me? Mm-hmm. And just like
0: the difference between. Um, how black, wom- dark skinned women are treated versus how light skinned women mm-hmm. are treated—just the whole colorism issue. Um, you know, it all shades back, but the comparison always just comes back to like black women, and that's why everything just gets so fucked up. So, there's many different layers to peel back. Very, very, there's many different very layers to peel back, and it goes really deep. And really deep. because I understand your perspective uh, as well as I do, we didn't really need to go as deep because we have common ground and understanding. But definitely if you were to throw some people into the room who weren't so like-minded and Hmm. maybe shared completely different perspectives, the conversation would be really different. And I would be interested in hearing that conversation. Um, But hopefully... Y'all listening to this, y'all can go ahead and have conversations amongst yourself, and um, hopefully we get to a place of understanding where everyone respects each other, and you all can go ahead and live your lives without people bothering you because shit, it's annoying to for people to bother you about who you fall for or who you like decide to love or your preference. like I feel like everyone has the right to love whoever they want. Especially you feel me? You shouldn't outside get judged for that people. shit. Yeah, especially like, outside.
1: Like, they already got, especially if they're dealing with, like, family members or close friends that are probably adjusting to the matter. Like, your unnecessary comments are irrelevant in this matter. They already got enough on their plate to, you know, mm-hmm. figure out on their own end. And they got to worry about some, I don't even know what, some some bitter ass person in the corner speaking on something they have no business speaking about.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Love who you wanna love. That's my advice to the people. That's my advice to the people. Love who you wanna love. Um, and then so go on afterwards. Let's see. Some things that have happened.
1: I actually have a question.
0: Yeah, talk to me.
1: So y'all know I like my ratchet shit. Um, I was watching rewatching Love and Hip Hop. Okay. Um, while I was trying to do some homework. And the situation between um so, Tara, Amina, and Peter Guns, for those who do not watch love and no hip hop those people
0: are
1: um so we have Peter Guns, who's this producer, manager, cool. Corey
0: Gunn's father, I know yes, that. yes,
1: so he already has lots of children, mind you, but he essentially um was with this woman, Tara, for like thirteen, fourteen years, ended up having two boys. Mm. And then out the woodwork come this artist that he's supposedly managing. And then later down the line, Tara finds out that, you know, they're actually married. And then it turns into back and forth. And towards the end of their snippet on this show, um, the girl was telling, Tara was telling Amina, the wife, that, you know, I'm pregnant. You know, you, you have him now. And that's cool and all. But he's still in my bed. We still fucking, and I'm now I'm pregnant, and um, Amina was also pregnant. Oh. But because she was so upset at the situation, she wiped her hands clean from Peter and whatever the case may be. But we all know when it comes to certain exes, you kind of just, you know, you, you don't know how to let go. So, come reunion time, Tara's nine months pregnant, about to pop in a couple weeks and amina feels like the reunion show is the best way to tell everybody that she's also pregnant with peter's child so my whole reason of just you know disclosing this snippet is do you think people can fall in love with one than more person or you think it's bullshit
0: can you love more than one person yes yes at the same time is not that the whole point of like polygamy The idea of having more than one romantic partner, because technically, in that sense, you can love them all.
1: Yes, but do you love them or do they apply to different needs that you have?
0: Mm. I feel like um, you could love somebody for different reasons. So both can be true. Okay.
3: Okay.
0: It's like the question, why do you love me? I give you a reason. So if you satisfy that reason, it's qualifying enough for me to love you.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I just sometimes I don't, I don't know how people do it because it's already a head a headache and a process to well, deal with one person, mm-hmm. but to deal with multiple people, and then it, especially in this situation where he literally he already has ten kids and he just added a good three within a span of a year. How the hell do you do that?
0: Mm.
1: It's that part that don't make no sense to me
0: yeah i feel like let me just first start off by saying this um my whole little explanation earlier is not really how i think personally that's just you know logically if somebody explained it to me that way it would make sense um i think personally i don't think you can like love more than one person because there's always going to be somebody you love more you know you can't give equal amounts of love to everyone you feel me i just don't think that's a realistic thing um so, I already know I would never be in Peter Guns's situation. <laughs> I would never be in that type of situation. Multiple women at the same time. Do you know how crazy Whoa. that is? Yo? And you're
1: getting them pregnant.
0: Pregnant. That means he was dumping and multiple at the same time. And are they all getting checked? These are questions we need answers to.
1: Bro, I don't know. What I tell, I don't know why I watch the show, but sometimes, <laughs> like, just seeing. People allow their lives to just get this way on national TV on, on top of it like I hope the bag is worth it
0: does that ever make you like rethink about how shows like flavor of love oh going God. on back in the day like yes. you gotta think about it it was a each season maybe a crew of 8 to 10 women yeah. all trying to win flavor flaves love ah, and he was already bullshit. like Old as hell. He was already like. Mm. You thought it was all bullshit.
1: I think. I think most of the girls they were bullshit because unfortunately, yes, he may be rich, but. It's Flavor Flav.
0: You don't like, think they were actually trying to be with him, though? Even though it was them, a ch- it was an opportunity to get on. It was an opportunity to get on. But you it don't was. think some of them was actually trying to fuck with Flavor. No, no, Flav. no,
1: no, no, You could tell who was with him because, like... New York
0: was in there.
1: Yeah, New York was in there for the time. That <laughs> girl was just me? toxic as hell for no reason.
0: And thank um, God we got a great reality star out of uh, Tiffany for that. But, like... Okay. Nah...
1: I don't know. I don't know. I feel like with those shows, like, sometimes I'd be high, too, and I'd sit there and watch shows and be like, wow, like, imagining myself in the fucking room as these people are just, like, losing all their shit. I'm just like, (laughs) you guys are, like, in your 30s, 40s, just not giving a fuck for fucking MTV and VH1. Mm -hmm.
0: Crazy. Hey, you know, everyone's hustle was different back in the day. It was an opportunity to get on.
1: I think back in the day it was also more realistic than it is
0: now. Reality TV? Yes. I feel like none of this shit's realistic. No. No. I mean I don't watch I don't watch reality shows, but anytime I see like a clip go viral, I'm just like, oh, like this is so messy.
2: <laughs>
0: like you gotta think about it. Cause imagine me in the middle blowing up. There's a nigga with a camera and a bright ass light right next to me. True. How am I at some point? We're going to get dramatic. And at some point, some of this shit isn't going to be as realistic um, as it needs to be. And when I see that shit, I'm just like, ah, nigga, it's an act, fam. It's an act. But when I see, I don't know. I don't want to go spend too much time into a fucking reality TV. Hmm. But nah, um, with situations like that, I feel like Peter Gunn's um, Nick Cannon, people oh, who are Jesus. out there just, you know.
1: No, Um, that man needs some help. (laughs) I'm sorry. Him out of all people needs some help because he's like, I don't know if he feels like what he's doing is beneficial to the world or like very, like it's something he should deserve an award for because he'll blatantly go out and be like, oh, people are trying to tell me I got to stop having kids. I ain't have, I'm not stop having kids. I'm looking at him like, nigga, you literally have mad children.
0: But what if he has a plan to take care of all of them?
1: Oh God!
0: Nick Cannon's been out here for a minute.
1: He has over but like last, twenty
0: years. He almost if he lost can afford it. it.
1: He almost lost it
0: over that shit, and then, us, then he bow- but- and then he bounced back like Nick Cannon does.
1: I'm just saying, somebody with the amount of children that he has should not be playing with his life and his money like that. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying.
0: No, I hear you. I hear you. When I see shit like that going on, I'm like, yeah, it's wild. But then when I think of celebrities in their fucking economic status. I'm like, yo, if they might actually have a plan to take care of all these children. I'm worried when it's someone like struggling having all those children cuz I'm like, yo, like can you give them the amount of care that they require? But hey, if these kids can take care of them, live your life.
1: So if you got the money, you have in multiple no. kids? Because I've heard mad. <laughs> no. niggas, okay, okay. Because I've heard mad niggas trying to tell me that, like, oh yeah, like if I got, if I had money, I'd be having mad kids right now. I'd be looking. at am like, for what? Like, you want kids? For, like, okay, let me not sound like fucking the devil. Kids are great.
0: Yeah, like They're I want a beautiful. couple kids, but I'm not gonna like They're fucking cute. shoot up the club. But
1: why are you talking about if you have? That's the first idea you have in your mind. If you get some money, you got to go having some kids. No. And not to say kids ruin your life, but, you know, your life does change when you when kids are involved.
0: I mean, there could be so. when you have a lot of money, you can set your kids up um, in the future and kind of have them going in the fucking the route that LeBron's kids are going in or, like, Diddy's kids and shit like that. So if you have um, a certain amount of wealth and you decide to have a bunch of kids, theoretically, you can make sure they're all set in their future and they can all That's grow true. up and be successful. And yeah. in theory, it's like a return of investment, you know? You invested in, in these kids and look how they turned them and now you're seeing the return. See, I don't That's just what I would that. think if, like, if I was wealthy and I, oh, I wouldn't okay, say okay, I okay, would okay. do okay. it. I would never, that's not my way of thinking. I wouldn't do that. But people that are that wealthy, I'd I can see that's how now. they think. Like fucking, like fucking the Jackson's parents, <laughs> the Jackson 5, their parents. Once they saw all, all of them singing that one night saw that that could be a thing, they were like, oh, <laughs> what?
1: Time to get to work.
0: Michael, Get get to work, boy. <laughs> you feel <laughs> me? And that's what it was. And now you see what they all turn into. That's how I see it. Yeah. the Smiths are another example what after whip my hair in the pursuit of happiness it was a wrap Bro. <laughs> you feel
1: but me? you know it's great but seeing the process and how they went about it like mm-hmm. low key shorty had to cut her hair for her, him to understand like yo I don't want to do this like this was fun and all but like I'm not doing this
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's that part that's
0: kind of crazy like
1: you can have all the money we want in the world but kids still want to be kids at the end of the day
0: and it's great that you know they had the parents to um give them that freedom to go ahead and do that you mm. feel me other parents is like yo if i put you on the route you're not you're That's not staring it. off course the like fuck this is the route that you're following and good thing they had that family uh, gave them the freedom to move about how they please
1: yeah that family's just they do whatever works for them <laughs> i had to do a river dance because i feel like they're just that type of family
0: mm-hmm, it's gonna mm-hmm. go with the flow so something that happened over the week that i kind of wanted to discuss for a little bit okay um you weren't here last week when we talked about meek mill's album um, expensive pain let me start by saying what did you think about it before i go into this
1: um i actually liked it a lot um there were some pieces in there like the one with Kaylani, i didn't expect from him i actually really liked that one that was my favorite um overall good piece he did a good job it was you know well worth the wait um, but whatchamacallit will always be fire for me, um, champions.
0: Yeah, that's my shit too.
1: So but he did a good job. Mm-hmm. I loved it.
0: The reason why I brought it up is because um I was going through Twitter the other day and there was this protest that was happening outside and it was mad, angry people. And when I found out what they were protesting over, it was a city bus. So it was a city bus and the cover art. For expensive pain was plastered all over it, and oh. there were a bunch of people like protesting it outside. And it was this—it was this uh, white dude. I'm trying to see if I can pull up the video, and I'll play it for everybody on the show. Give me a second, but if everyone doesn't know. For anyone who doesn't know what the cover art to Expensive Pain look like, just go ahead and look it up real quick. It's uh, Meek Mill's latest album. It's a piece done by this artist um, who goes by the name of Nina Chanel. Um, She does a lot of dope artwork. And in this cover art, there's some naked women on it. Um, Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't notice
1: that until now. Go
0: off. It got some naked women on it. And like I said, that cover art was plastered all over a city bus. I I think it was like in Philly. And there was an outrage about it. And when I saw the outrage, I saw it and I was like, yo, I I get it. I understand. Mm -hmm. It's art, first of all. But like, I understand the outrage because... You're putting this in public areas. Okay. You feel me? Like, kids might be on the sidewalk. They don't got to see, like, ass and, like, tits and, like, cartoon, like, vagina on a fucking city bus on their walk. Like, I definitely get the outrage. Um, But I just wanted to see, like, what the opinion is about, like, art. Because, I don't know, I feel like art is a subjective... It's subjective, you know? But does that mean you should be just plastering it in public like that?
1: I mean, well, first things first. Do we feel like he did that, or do we feel like that was the label's decision?
0: I mean, Meek Mill would have to approve that. His label probably, like, approved it as well, but at the end of the day, Meek Mill would have to approve that.
1: You think so?
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: I guess all I know is art is very um it's expressive, and it's definitive by who by you know, the person's point of view. Um, so, do I feel like there should be a censor on art when it comes to things like this? I mean, if they're not gonna see it on the bus, they were gonna figure it out one way or another, whether on Twitter, Instagram, like that shit was gonna find their way one way or another. Mm-hmm. I do understand the protest, but also, if you're going to protest this, there's so many other things that these people that have all this energy can put towards something else that, you know, are a little bit more extreme than what he got here. Yes, you know, there's tits and what is that, an ass and a woman's <laughs> bending what over, you know, and that's cool and all, but, just, you know, people got to chill out. Like, there's so many more things to get more. Excited over mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm.
0: But I could be wrong. I found the video, so let me just go ahead and play it for the people so they can hear the outrage at this protest.
4: Look at this fucking bus! Oh. Look at this bus that goes by in my neighborhood. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? What is this?
2: Is it on the bus.
4: This is on the side of a bus, rolling through your street. Okay, okay. Rolling on the the side of your street. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Look at this bull-fucking shit. Look at this shit on the side of a bus. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Is this how you want to be respected? Is this how you want to be respected in life? Okay. This is All how right. you want to
1: look. This okay. is how you
4: want to be portrayed. Wait a second. Wait Stand a second. Up to this bullshit. All right. I'm okay, from yeah. Philly. I actually okay. should support Meek Mill. This is fucking disgusting. He said I'm from okay. I okay. Look at this lady. Me. Look at this. This is on the side of a bus where little girls can pull up and see this shit. That's her fucking pussy. <laughs> Let's not mistake what this pink dot is. This is
1: disgusting.
4: <laughs> this is satanic bullshit. I'm so he's
1: so angry I'm and so it's that sick. part oh, that's god, just god. like <laughs> that
4: shit that you're getting on this is for everyone to see Little he's, girls get, to he's like crap. get other people riled
1: up it's like sir crap.
4: this oh is disgusting god.
1: oh god okay. this is disgusting
4: there's so many other things so that are more disgusting of them than just that. rubbing mm-hmm. satanism right in your face mm-hmm. oh it's, it's, for, it's for art this is art okay
0: my bad I'll stop
4: I'll no stop. You're, good. It just keeps going. you're good
1: first and foremost <laughs> yeah love the energy he has so much energy I don't know what got him so riled up that morning but wow also <laughs> I would like to make a point Imani did not know that thing was like I thought it was like it one of those over a bus? Yeah, yes but I thought it was like you know when, like, the MBTA comes by. The T comes by, and it has that little...
0: Just a small little poster. Yeah, nah, so I thought
1: that's what bus it was. The was covered in that shit. I did not know the whole, po- the whole bus was covered in that shit. <laughs> so, you know, that, I get that much. But still... Um, <laughs> He's taking it a bit, you know, extra. He's personally affected by this and I don't know why he's so personally <laughs> is affected. Um There's
0: no mistake a pussy. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't really know
1: he yeah, I just I have no words for this man cuz his energy is what's baffling me this whole point. Is an understanding though. Yes and no because <laughs> why is he so personally involved? Like he's talking about black women, black women this how like Okay. Yes, but there's so many different ways where we're represented in that
0: way. So it's like you mm. getting mad. How do you know? How do you feel? How do you feel about like the fact that the portrayal of that whole thing just so happened to be dark skinned women? How do you feel about that?
1: I feel like it ties in with it. it kind of ties in with our previous like topic, like mm-hmm. society for whatever reason makes black women it over sexualizes us all the fucking time and i don't understand why him himself was like yeah let's put some women like i understand the concept of it but he didn't have to have them naked Mm -hmm. it's that part that doesn't make sense to me and also i feel like when it comes to the music industry especially the hip-hop industry um you know black women for whatever reason are treated as trophies or this this end goal or whatever the case may be and I feel like the fact that he chose dark skinned women more than half the time dark skinned women are um not undervalued but kind of pushed over in the hip-hop industry like you know that term light skins is the right skin or whatever the case may be like it's just a representation of how the world depicts black women especially dark skinned women and how hip-hop industry especially depicts black um, women it's sad that um people are doing this but at the same time it's not anything new so i think for me that's why i'm kind of like i mean i understand where he's coming from but i understand where he's coming from but (laughs) like he's just personally affected and if it's like if i'm not personally affected by it you (laughs) You don't need to be be that so like personally affected by it like it's all right i don't understand
4: what is that it's a masonic flooring (laughs)
1: like does he have a daughter or something did did his daughter come up to him and say daddy what is that pink dot like i'm very confused what what occurred
4: wake up up. it's all related the vaccine he
1: threw satan into it what does satan have to do with anything
4: (laughs) controlling you stop complying take your freaking mask off read about germ theory Mom was, I'm telling son. you, he
1: had a bad morning and that just set him all the way off because there's no absolute reason as to why this man felt
0: so personally affected. That was funny. I just felt like sharing that. Because like I'm watching the entire thing and I'm watching this white dude go off and I'm like in the same like I understand. I wouldn't want I my kids it. to like see that shit in but the he's public, per- too. He's he personally, felt personally affected.
1: <laughs> personally. Like, like keyword
0: he, personally. He felt like the fact that he had to see it, he's like, yo, nah, this is crazy. Trying I to need, rally
1: everybody together with him.
0: I need everybody on Facebook Live to hear this. <laughs> everybody. <laughs>
1: That's sickening. Yeah. I mean, mm, I don't know. Let's That's see. a bit extreme, though. I thought, me personally, it was just like a little... A little rectangular, you know, size of the album cover. But all over the bus. Like. Okay. You did a lot. That was a lot. This
0: entire window is cartoon titty. Oh. Because that's on the album. You feel me? Like, just saying, like, that's the scale of it. Like, that's how big it was. So, like, I get it. (laughs) I get it. All right. Oh, Jesus. Let me go ahead and just. Um. Not really go into new music, but just kind of talk about some music just because there's some news going out. So we have news that I already said last week that Summer Walker is coming out with her next album on November 5th, which I'm really excited about. Really excited. What? Like You already know how I'm about to be when that drops. Um, For added news, the first single for the album is dropping this Friday, and it features JT of the City Girls. Um, the track is called X for a Reason. Oh. And this is the first single for Summer Walker's uh, next album. And I'm excited. Hey, Summer. She's back. She's dropping music. Uh, she got JT. I already know what the vibe is with JT. She's she going to give me some fire. Uh, and this lets me know what type of energy Summer is going to be um looking to give on this album i can't mm-hmm. wait uh she s- previews that there's going to be 20 songs total okay um Sierra's on it oh we already know she collaborated with Siza some point in the past so the sizza and summer record i cannot wait to hear that and like that album's gonna come out The week I get back from Rolling Loud, so it's just going to be a great two weeks. So I might have like some great energy when that shit comes out. So that's just what I wanted to share with the people. Uh, Look out for Summer Walker's next single dropping this Friday, featuring JT. Uh, Shaz definitely going to be a vibe. Trust me, trust me. For some music that dropped, Mm. and I told you all about it. And I said I'm gonna be right back to here, right back here to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Don Tolliver dropped his album this past Friday. Uh, the album is called Life of a Dawn. Uh, Don Tolliver is an artist from Houston, Texas. He signed to Cactus Jack Records. Um, Cactus Jack Records is Travis Scott's label. So when you're listening to Don Tolliver. If you hear the Travis influence, if you can hear the Texas influence, that is the reason why. So Life of a Dawn comes at us with 16 uh, tracks. Features include Travis Scott, uh, caliusius which is who Don is dating at the moment. So, you know, that's cool to see uh, what they come out with in the future. Okay. Baby Keem's on this project, too. Uh, so goes right. on this project. Um, and I'm here to tell y'all.
1: Devin's in his bag right now. This is his vibe, okay?
0: Yo, this this shit was so good. This tape was so good. It's so great. Listen to it. Listen to it. Um, I'm I can give a really long explanation, but I want to give Amani time to talk as well. So I'm gonna start off with Amani, and I'm gonna check in with her and see how she feels about it. What type of vibe that she was in um, before I tell you what type of vibe I was in
1: um yeah. okay i Head was went
0: to the wall but go ahead um how'd you feel about this tape
1: um i liked the tape actually i liked it a lot um won't lie to you when i first listened to escape i was like wait what is this because if i'm being honest i'm not a huge don toliver fan i don't mm-hmm. keep up with him like that okay um so when he was playing in the car i was like oh shit
0: they been coming okay. out with hits though
1: Go off? No, he has. He's been so. coming out
0: with hits though.
1: But overall, the album's a really good album. Um, what you need, Flocky, Flocky, um, swinging on Westheimer, <laughs> drugs and hella melodies, and um, fuck, outer space. Yeah, I think outer space was the one. Oh wait, wait, no, five times two, and all those songs, love them very much. Um, yeah, I like them a lot. I really did. It was a good little drive home um, from work. So that was that was good to experience that album. Um, I don't really have much to say on him. Because I'm not really, you know, a thingy with him. But he did a really good job with the album. I like those songs specifically. I loved, um, Jesus, Swinging on Westheimer and Drugs and Hella Melodies. Those two hit crazy. Also, What You Need was really good but I'll leave it up to Devin because I know this is his man's and he's about to go off so you know
0: No, I was, listening, I was just playing some background music. Cause it's, it's the perfect type of background music, especially when you have some company with you. You feel me? So all my fellas out there, if you got a nice little John with you and you want to go ahead and entertain her without creeping around too much, go ahead and let this play in the background. And I'm okay. pretty sure this will lead to some nice and pleasant vibes. A glass along of wine. with some pleasant strokes and some, you know, nice and exhilarating um, frequencies in the air, you know. Hopefully, you release the right amount of aromas so y'all can just attract to? to each other and make beautiful, beautiful no energy
1: frequencies.
0: Facts. No fucking way. Facts. Um. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. This tape's fire. Um, so I feel like this tape um came out at the right time. You know, we're heading into the fall, uh, starting to get cold out. You know, we don't really need so the dang. summer bangers. Exactly. It's cuddle season. It's weather weather. Everyone knows what type of time it is. Um, and when I heard Don Toliver for the first time, um, I can tell you the exact date. On August 3rd, mm. 2018, I believe. <laughs> I believe it was 2018. Uh, let me go ahead and double check that right now. But, yeah, whatever date that World dropped... That was the first time that I ever heard Don Tolliver. It was on fucking, oh, yes, I was right, August 3rd, 2018. It was on song 13, Can't Say.
1: Oh, that went crazy.
0: Yeah, that was the first time I was ever put on to Don Tolliver. And it was just an uphill rise from there on. Um, Ever since then, he went ahead and dropped uh, Dope Ass Features Lemonade, I couldn't stop playing Lemonade. Off the juice, coding. I mean, well, I couldn't stop singing that shit for a good two months, and then he came back with his and hers with Uzi and Gunna. That shit goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a dope feature on Nas's album. Um, he's just been everywhere. I feel like he just, he he recently got a hit going on with Justin Bieber right now. I feel like Don Tolliver. um has just been moving around the industry, working with so many people. And the thing is, I feel like he's not even looking for that much of a spotlight. Mm. He doesn't do anything out of the ordinary. Uh, he doesn't really throw himself out there. He just puts music out. And I I fuck with that. I appreciate that from an artist. He's like, yo, y'all don't really need to know about much about me. Enjoy the music and then go on out. And the vibe is dope. I love what he does with the auto-tune. Yeah, he's talented. He's a talented-ass kid. Um, And it's kind of dope just to see him come up under Travis because we're now at the point where all the top dogs who've been leading shit in music now go on to have, like, protégés where, Mm -hmm. like, you got Don Tolliver with Travis, you have Baby Keem with Kendrick, Party with Drake fucking you have Nav and Belly with The Weeknd even Travis was from Kanye and Kanye was from Jay-Z and just like
2: you know it just
0: keeps going and you got Drake coming from Wayne and just all that so it's just dope when artists get to the point where now you're just seeing um, them develop the next generation and now seeing Don Tolliver just being at that point in his career it's just really it's a dope thing to see, and it's a dope thing to witness. And I'm happy that he has Travis because, yo, they make heat together. Both of the songs on this uh, tape where Travis is featured on, he's featuring on Flocky Flocky and another oh, song towards the end of the album entitled You. Both of those songs, in my opinion, are great. Um, it's just both stellar production. Everyone knows how big of a Travis fan I am. So it's just natural that I'm a Don Toliver fan as well. But, yeah. This is definitely a smooth vibe. I definitely recommend that to anyone who just likes to vibe out, listen to nice, chill music. Um, yeah, it's a great time. It's a great time. What's your favorite song on that? I, can't, I don't know if I told you.
1: Um. So I just list a couple of them that I liked, but my favorite... Oh, let's see. My favorite song off of that album was the... Drugs and Hella Melodies and Swinging
0: On, Wes Simon. Yeah, Drugs and Hella Melodies. Was, goes crazy. I sp-
1: goes
0: crazy. That's on my playlist, Facts. That shit's fire. That shit's fire. Um, There's this little three. Mm-hmm. There's this three-peat that he got on the album. It goes from 2AM to Get Throwed to Company Part 2. Mm-hmm. Those three songs, back to back to back, it was heat. 2AM hit heat. me. 2 a.m. That's a hey, that- <laughs> that hippie. I said, oh, I got to run that back again. Yeah, Don Tolliver, I fuck with this dude a lot. Um, 2 a.m. to get through to company part two. Yeah, when mm-hmm. I look at albums, I look at sequencing. And the great albums always have a, th- a like a three song. Uh, three, I like to call it a three-peat, where all three songs in succession are just all fire. So that's the three-peat on this album, 2 a.m. to Company Part 2. Crazy-ass vibe. I was looking at one, I was looking at all three of them, and I had no idea which one to choose as my vibe of the week. Um, I still have no idea. And when we get to that point of the episode, I'm going to be stressed in the seat. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and pick one when we get there. Uh, so, yeah, definitely a dope album. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just dope. Um... Is anything else come out? I feel like, oh, yeah. No, Mad Music came out, but Don Toliver was the only thing that I paid attention to to keep it a buck with you. Mm. Joyner Lucas came out with a single. Yes. Look at Massachusetts. Yo, Stepping Massachusetts, up, we man. out here. We out here. Joyner Lucas came out with a single this time with Tide All Assign. Um, the song is called Late to the Party. Honestly, I did not expect... Joyner Lucas to come back out with a single so quickly, like the one with J. Cole just came out. Mm. I thought it would have, you know, given, some given time. that time to breathe. But the song with Tidal ty- Sign, a smooth. I think uh, Joyner Lucas is on the uh, way to coming out with an album. And the features that he's been dropping lately, there's this one, the title one, the J. Cole one. He had the one with uh Lil Baby, which was fire as well. Mm. I didn't listen to the one he did with Lil' TJ. But just the three that I heard so far, lets me know that yo, Joyner might be, you know, trying to make a statement with this next album coming out. And hey, it'll be dope. That'll be a dope little look for him. It sucks that he had to throw Karen Silva under. <laughs> th- you know, for all that shit. Like I said, promotion. <laughs> I'm like I've been looking at everything differently ever since. But Yo, and it's like crazy because to update that, I've been going back and doing some research and I've been looking at Karen Silva's, like, her own ventures. Mm -hmm. And she got, like, a lot of YouTube work and, Mm -hmm. yo, like, the comments have been bad for her recently. And I'm like, yo, look what this one little thing did to her shit, fam. Hey,
1: but she knew that. She went into the social media world. You had to know one little fuck up and they're going to come raining down on you. She had to know that. I don't know how she was out here just walling out left and right, but hey, that's what she get. <laughs> I can't help you.
0: Nah, I feel you. I feel you.
1: Um Sleepy Hollow dropped an album.
0: How was did you are you a sleepy hollow fan?
1: I'm not a fan, but I fuck with his music. <laughs> I fuck with his music. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not like a huge fan, like I won't go to his concert, but um because oh, nah. you don't want to get shot. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, we're not the same. <laughs> I, I heard how you said, Yeah, Yo, I'm not going to a concert. Oh, um, you think that shit would pop off out here, bro? You never know. <laughs> out here, and no, you never it's know. It's not like you're fucking in Brooklyn, yeah. If anything, Listen. you'd be in Lowell, Massachusetts, <laughs> if anything, Providence, maybe. Listen,
1: <laughs> um. Yeah no, I just don't do well. I'm just not the type of person that do well in those situations. I either have to watch everything unfold because I'm just like, wow, okay, this is happening. Let me absorb this. And then another part of me is like, you know what? Maybe it's not the not the right time to be nosy and just get your ass out of here. That's why I don't, you know, want to partake in these situations. Has it been a while
0: since you've been in a hostile situation like that.
1: Before COVID, oh yeah.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. Cause like that type of shit, like the shit that we'd be scared of happening, I feel like that's become like a regular thing. Not like that shit like that happens. Mm-hmm. Like no, we don't go to parties where there's just shootouts there's just and shoot all that shit. Shootouts all happen. the time, no. but a possibility.
2: Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that
0: shit's normal everywhere at this point. Oh, God. <laughs> like what? It's like, and I'm not gonna dispel oh, like no. fucking the shit that I see oh, happening no. out there. But it's just like. It's just a way where everyone moves so casually now where it could pop off anywhere. Any moment. It could pop off anywhere nowadays and you'll never know. Because shit is just so casual nowadays.
1: Shit, that and little fight you saw in the bathroom, that could have ended badly.
0: Psh, yo, if they let it, if they. Hey. Yo, no, 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 no. If somebody popped hey. one off in a bathroom. Hey. In the middle of Boston. I wouldn't have cared what anybody had to say about this dude. This dude would have been the biggest clown because I was like, "Yo, that would have been the dumbest thing that you could have done." Oh,
2: there's that would have been
0: the, that could have been the dumbest thing you would have done if if one rang off in there. Um, but it is possible. It is possible. You test mm. someone's ego enough, somebody okay. might try to bust one off crazy. Um,
1: the way these people get their license nowadays, you gotta be careful.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Rolling Loud. In like two weeks, Mm. and I'm going back to Queens. And the last time I've been in Queens, somebody tried to get the jump on us. Real spicy. Yeah, it Mm. almost got spicy there. Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. You got it.
0: This time, nah, let me not put that information.
1: You got it. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time, this time
0: we smooth. This time we smooth. (laughs) The little section that I'm staying in, I think I might. Um, Hopefully, you know, if you see me out there, don't say what's up to me mind your business mind your business you know everything will be smooth i'm kind of in the I, because i'll be honest with the people okay i'll be honest with the people i have met some of y'all in like real life and y'all were do- it was dope meeting you mm-hmm. people are really nice because they'll recognize me from the show and they'll like say hi and they'll mm-hmm. say what's up like i remember one time i was out with somebody and um like, uh, I think it was like a it was either a busser or someone in the restaurant recognized me from the show. And they came by and they said, what's up? And I'm like, oh, that's, I was in fucking Swamp Scott. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Okay. Never would have thought in Swamp Scott. Somebody would have pointed me out and shit like that. So that's dope. But the thing that I don't like is like, you know, when people don't know me okay. and they try to approach with the energy that I give off as if you know me, you feel me? You know when someone tries to talk to you as if they know you, but they don't really know you. So they, like they think they can like joke with you or like talk to you in a way because mm. they've heard you joke or talk like that yeah, before, and it's just like, yeah, like I'm comfortable speaking that way around my people. I'm I'm not giving everyone that energy, or I'm not receiving of all that energy. You feel me? I've kind of come into some of that like that, and like it'll just be like, uh like yeah, I'm talkative, but if you see me out, I'm probably not trying to talk. I'm trying to. I'm a big ass introvert, so normally I'm to myself. When I'm here, we obviously have a podcast to do, mm. so I'm much more vocal. But when I'm to myself, most of the time I'm a very quiet person. Mm-mm. But it's just you know some of those things. I doubt I'll run into anybody. I, I doubt I'll run into anybody over there because I'm gonna try to be as incognito as possible with my mask on.
1: Uh, no. With my mask on, people, are, you could you start to see people. I be seeing some people. I be like, oh, that's definitely you, but you got your whole mask on, so I won't say hi because I see you, you doing your own thing.
0: Oh no, that's not why I'm saying I have my mask on. I'm having my mask on because I don't know what. I don't know. You don't want nobody to know that's you. No, because COVID is a thing. Fuck people knowing that it's me (laughs) wearing a mask. Because COVID is a thing. I will be out at fucking at City Life, not not MetLife, City Field. Um, And I don't know what their COVID protocols are about to be. They said everyone has to be vaccinated or show proof of ID. I don't know if they're doing that at the door. I don't know. This is gonna be
1: very interesting. Like my
0: first big concert post-COVID. So I'm just hoping everything goes smoothly and I come back here, you know, and everything is safe and shit like that. I think it will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Facts, facts, facts. I guess I'm gonna keep my mask on but still have fun. It's gonna be a lot of dope acts. I can't wait. I can't wait.
1: It should be a good time. I can't do that though, what you said. What? I feel like if somebody try to approach me and this is really bad, because I promise I'm one of the nicest people you ever meet. But like if someone I don't know is speaking to me. And, like, you know, you just know with certain people, you can't vibe with them. Like, I appreciate your energy, but Mm. I just know I'm not going to be able to vibe with you.
0: Exactly. And,
1: like, sometimes I just don't want to be like, "Mm." but if I don't say it, it's all here.
0: Yes, because, like, I joke around a lot, but when people see the lengths of my jokes, normally i go that far with people that I actually know mm. and people that i'm actually comfortable going that far with you mm. feel me if somebody just goes that far with me off the rip and i don't really know you like that i'm just wow. like because then what do i say because i could say how i would normally respond but now well, i offended you it, yeah. <laughs> but now i offended you <laughs> and i'm just like nigga why did you try to approach me with that energy if you like Didn't know that I could go there and even farther. You feel me? Uh, (laughs) It's just like shit like that. It's shit like that. Like you never know. You feel me? Even like, even like me and you, when we had like our little tiff earlier, it just was like, Oh, fucking, we don't know each other as well as like we think. So sometimes we might say one thing and somebody else might take it as one where it's just like, yeah, no, you feel me? Like you guys gotta know how to approach each other correctly for that conversation to go where it needs to go. You feel me?
1: It's a learning. It's like process shit like that.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly shit like that. Shit like that. Um has there was there anything else that dropped or anything else that you wanted to talk about, Amani? It's just us. It's just us. I haven't kicked it with you in a minute
1: um anything oh anything just to talk about in general
0: yeah um, how you been i feel like i got mad shit to talk about but i don't want to go that deep okay. not right now Okay. <laughs> i don't, okay. don't want to go that deep right now
1: okay um uh, <laughs> let's see no not really i've like school's been taking over my life i kind of took a step back from the um the outside i took a, s- a step back from the outside Ah, um,
0: uh, do you, are you a homebody now?
1: Oh, to a T. Like I, I was telling somebody, I was telling my coworkers the other day. I was like, "Cause cool, seasonal depression might be a real thing for me because I don't do. I really am that person. When I wake up in the morning, I expect some type of sunlight to be in my room. If it's pitch black, or if it's just dim outside, I don't want to do a damn thing. I really don't. And well, some go ahead. And sometimes when I'm being around people. I find it hard because they'll be so excited and they'll be like, and I'll just be like, like, why are you so excited? Like, we're just sitting down on our phones and you're mad hype out of nowhere. But then again, I have to take it back because I have my little moments of crackheadiness that comes out every now and then. So, mm. um, yeah, man. I, I mean, know.
0: how how has it been, because this is your first time on your own, but, like, how has it been really being on your own because you're away from the gang Mm -hmm. you're away from family you're all the way in the south shore Mm -hmm. um i don't know if anybody who you went to school with before covid or are still there now if you really talk to them now but like and this is your first time doing this so Mm -hmm. how has it been truly like just being on your own
1: um very much so eye-opening um so like for example certain things that i was hounded at like in my in my grandmother's house for I now understand why I was being Hounded at for those things Um I I feel like it's great for me to live by myself But also it's really bad because I'm starting to love My personal time so much That when I'm around people Sometimes I'm like, uh, oh, I just want to be home Like I want to be in my bed I want to go read or something Or go re-watch some ratchet shows I don't know Um So that's really the gist of everything. It's very learning curve. I'm looking at all my bad habits because I'll be in that house and, like, say, if I let the whole day go by, I'm like, damn, like, you didn't do shit today. Maybe we should do something more productive. So, um, so you've been
0: holding yourself accountable.
1: Oh my God, yes. I'll be like, fuck, maybe this wasn't the right idea to do this. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. Um, and I think it's definitely more because, one, where at, I'm at school, two, I feel like most of the people on campus are under the age of 24, if not 21. So that's a different headspace. Um,
0: not being the youngest anymore?
1: Not being the youngest anymore, <laughs> being the oldest and just seeing, you know... Like, wow, was I like this? No, I don't think so. I will I will never accept that. Well, you
0: weren't out here also when you were that young. No. Yeah, you was doing, like, other shit.
1: I was doing other shit, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's really a learning curve. Like, every day I'm like, wow. Okay. This is adulting. Like, we're still in Massachusetts because some way, um, in the, some point in the future, I plan to, step out of massachusetts and really see myself outside of boston because i feel like it is necessary sometimes for people to step out of their comfort zone and see what it is that they're really about um i feel that way every time i take a vacation out of massachusetts so i just know one way or another it's gonna happen but this is like the stepping stone to getting to that process just living by myself learning how to pay rent um Building good habits, learning how to, cl- well, I know how to clean. I know how to clean. I'm just one of those people where, again, with seasonal depression, you get so lost in the day that you once everything kind of like, once you had a of La La Land, you're like, oh, wow, the room is dirty. We need to clean her. <laughs> this got out of hand just a bit.
0: No, nah, I feel you. I hate that, especially when I have, like, for example, if I have a whole morning planned out to do something. Mm-hmm. And then the shit hits.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, wow, it's 6 p.m. now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I was supposed to do so much. Mm-hmm. But I kind of just distracted myself by doing this other shit. And I realized eventually that I got to do it. But now it's 6 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so I just kind of lost out on time. Mm-hmm. That shit happens to me all the time. And like, especially with everything that I got going on now with work, school, the podcast. When I take the little time to myself to just breathe. I take a big-ass breath. big-ass breath. A big-ass breath. And I'm like, damn, it's late as fuck now. Mm -hmm. And I didn't plan on chilling for this long. Mm -hmm. It just ended up being like that. Time goes by so quick now. Oh, my God. So quick. Like, getting back into the habits of school, I'm like, wow. Like, I understand what what Rich was saying the other day. Like, it's hard making that transition. You went from, you know, not being in school, kind of being used to, living your life a certain way and then you switched up everything and now I'm taking four courses in a lab and it's like my professor's emailing me mm. and we're talking about fucking group projects and exams oh my God, and, I'm, and I'm back in that mode and I'm just like damn like fam it's October like shit right <laughs> it's only been a
1: few it's weeks awesome. it's That's only awesome. been a few weeks like, y'all okay, meeting with off. niggas
0: in zoom tomorrow for our group project that same week when niggas emailed me about a group project I'm like hold the fuck up we had a group project coming up I, I did my research and I found out that group projects is actually our final but I'm like damn that's just not until, like, December. But we want to link now to talk about it. I get it. But back when I was doing shit on my own, I wouldn't. What? You wasn't seeing me at least till November. Okay. At least till November. <laughs> you feel me? But I just got to get back in the habit of doing all that shit. And, you know, hopefully now the fact that, you know, I cut some things out of my life so I have less distractions. Um, so hopefully I can do what's necessary to stay on top of my, you know, workload and shit like that. You feel Sick. me? What?
1: <laughs> no, you're good
0: Oh, I'm great Oh, he's great I'm beautiful My energy is beautiful uh, <laughs> Alright Nothing else to talk about?
1: No, what about you? You good? Other than that, you just you just you figure yeah, shit not, out.
0: I'm not I'm not gonna talk about the topic oh. that I have written down. <laughs> yeah, what is the good.
1: topic you have written down?
0: Depression caused by poverty. I'm not gonna talk oh, about no. that. Not nah, we good. No, no, no. no, no, no we good. No, we good. No, we no, are no, no. great. You feel me? Right? Yeah, I got into a dark place and I thought back in the day when I wrote that topic, and I'm like, No, we ain't touching that no. topic yet. No. <laughs> Go listen to Don Tolliver's new album, fam. It's a fucking vibe. Uh, Leave a a comment. Let me know what you think about it. I would love to talk to you about that album. Great vibes all around. Hopefully by the time I get back, because I am going to take a little break from the show. Hopefully by the time I get back, um, it'll be on the heel of a Summer Walker release. So you know what that energy and the vibes are going to be like when I'm in the studio. Hopefully I get some news about a Kendrick release before the year 2021 is over. Because we are quickly approaching November, and fuck, New Year's is about to be... It's about to be 2022, that's crazy. Crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) What the hell? Yo, I feel like we just came out with the merch. We dropped that shit in February. It's fucking about to be November. That's crazy, fam. Um, But, yeah, go ahead and just make sure you're tapped into um, our socials. Follow us on Instagram um, and Twitter, at The Urban Product. Make sure you stay subscribed to the website, uh, www.theurbanproduct.com. If you just do those simple steps, you will never miss a thing from us. Everything will be there. We on TikTok, so go over there. You'll see Amani doing some dances. It'll be great. It's a nice little vibe. with uh, <laughs> us try. over there, too. You feel me? <laughs> All right, let's get into our reality checks. We can start with Amani.
1: Oh, okay. Um, my reality check is to tell everybody to um, understand your bad habits and work to- towards them. Work through them. Let's say that yeah understand your bad habits and work through them um me and devin spoke about some today just you know being in the la la land or lazy zone and just understanding that you know self-care is important but you don't want it to overlook your responsibilities um unfortunately as we grow up and we become adults our you know responsibility and everything that you know relies on us and depends on us becomes bigger and bigger so I just remind everybody to understand your bad habits work through them and continue to just elevate and evolve and be better in you know your life because we only get one so we can't waste it doing nothing yeah that's it
0: and then for my reality check um, my reality check is to um I feel like I've said this before, so I don't want to repeat myself, but Mm. it's kind of along the same lines of standing on what you believe in and, like, doubling down on that shit. I've said that on this podcast before, but it's really prevalent in my life at the moment. Um, I'm currently going through things where I'm reevaluating situations in my life and people in my life and in those evaluations I'm kind of thinking about how I move in those situations where like for example right I would go through something with someone and I'm like okay Dev how would you handle this situation and then I come up with how I would handle it and then I handle the situation and then if shit isn't you know what it was supposed to be i need to know that like i shit didn't really go where it was supposed to be but it's like it's just how it is it's not really much you can do about it you feel me like people are different you're different but that's okay but don't switch up how don't switch up on where you stand Um, just to please like other people or don't switch up on where you stand to satisfy the needs of of other people. Stand where you stand, have that person stand when they're standing, just find some common ground and meet in the middle and everything will be smooth, you feel me? Um, As I grow up and as I age, I just start to understand that I am a certain way and I find comfort in that and I don't really... um, change or switch up for anyone's by any means if you know me this is how i am how i speak is how i speak how i think is how i think and we can have great conversations with that or without it and i'll be perfectly okay with that but you just need to know how to find common ground and respect everyone at the same time um, for that to go Um, and so i just want to pass that down to you like whatever you believe in however you think go ahead and just double down on that, but just know the proper ways to get your points across um and I believe that everything will be great after that. You feel me That's pretty much my reality check, and yeah, after that we can get into our vibes of the week. Oh,
1: shit.
0: okay um, my vibe of the week I'm sweating. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Before she says that, let me just go ahead and say there was something that dropped and I forgot to talk about it. So oh. while she looks for the her vibe of the week, let me just go ahead and mention it. Yo, so Nardowick, right? Dropped his remix to Who Wants Smoke, and it features Lil Dirk, 21 Savage, oh, I and did G listen to Herbo. That. that was actually fire. Fam. That was fire. Yo, did, did to that it. shit right there. That shit is he. I'm not playing that as my vibe of the week, but everyone needs to go ahead and look at that shit yo all of them understood the assignment did, mm. I, did i say that correctly yeah everyone understood the assignment for that shit yo 21 knew what he had to do dirk knew what he had to do g herbo knew what he had to do and they all came in and spazzed on that beat. i i'm pretty sure if rich was here that would be his vibe of the week i am probably 99 sure that would be his vibe of the week everybody go check out that song that song goes crazy like I never wanted to play GTA as much as when I, until I heard that song. I'm like, wow, because I'm not actually gonna go kill people, but I am in the mood to go on GTA and get some bodies off. You feel me? So, go ahead, go ahead and listen to that track. That shit's crazy. But yeah, I think Amani found her vibe, so we can go back to her for her vibe of the week.
1: Yeah, I did. Um, Why? Um, no, that was I just that was at, towards the end. I wasn't ready for it.
0: What GTA? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes you, you want to blow some steam off with GTA. I feel like everybody relates to that. Jake, do you play GTA at all? You ever like play it to blow off some steam? Nah. Oh, I definitely do. What? Some they like there's like this mode on GTA 5 called director's mode where you can like go on there, set up a little scenario, and then put any stipulation that you want. Um, you, okay. if you if you want to put yourself as invisible invincible, you can. If you want to give yourself, like, secret ability, like, super abilities, you can. And I'll just go on there, put myself as invincible and unlimited ammo fam, and I'll just be chilling on a good 20, 30 minutes, five stars. I got SWAT team and tanks behind me, and I'm just going off. And it's really relaxing. You feel me? That's what video games does for guys, I feel like. It's just something relaxing. I go on GTA. That's just fire. But, yeah, back to you. I don't know how that's weird. I feel like that's really normal. <laughs> yeah. I feel that's not normal. Is, is that not normal? Am I weird for that? Uh, I'm kind of weird I for that. I don't play GTA. Fuck it. Fuck it. I don't play Let GTA. it loose. Hey, <laughs> uh, I'd rather do it in GTA than in real life. That's what these other kids doing. I'd rather do it in true, GTA than in true, real life, fam. True. Niggas are wilding. <laughs> um, yeah. Let
1: me see my ones. Oh, okay. Blue notes two. Featuring Lil Uzi off of expensive paint.
5: Yes. Yeah. You gotta turn me up in the headphones some more, a little bit more. This is teeny. Turn me up, Cruz. So many motherfucking hunters, you gotta make it part two. I'm not in competition with my homies and am whipping in competition in the rollers I knew my opposition never knew me, they wouldn't be opposition if they know me I made the proposition to my hitters, I told them to knock them down if you owe me I just been sliding round, hitting, building, we moving, we pounds in them 40s Them niggas got shot down, we was whoring, my homie a opp now, so we on them I was like 16 with the mag on me, deep in the field like it's Pop Warner Where did the shit seem? Niggas cracked on me when they got real, try to slide on us. I made some M's, put the guys on it, we keeping it real, niggas not And my homie is Savage got put in a casket and I'm mad at him cause he died on us just left his viewing, and I told his mom every time that she cried we gon' slide on it I look you niggas right there in the eye and I ain't surprised you ain't ride for us How would you feel if you mill with some niggas and they slide on you? How would you feel when you so lit that you can't tell if the love real? If I can't tell you nothing, I tell you how I thug feel Then you ain't rich nigga, your stash can pay my drug bill Pussy Nigga, this expensive paint, Pullin' expensive range. Nigga got expensive chain. He got drug money. That's the expensive game. I got expensive shooter. He got expensive aim. You know it's love, Uzi. That's the expensive name. I'm going hard on my back to the wall. I was like Jazz, just plumbing and faking. There's no way they matching me off. Who really gonna see me if we getting busy and we saying rapping was ball? I won't even practice. I go triple platinum and they sayin' that was a war. I tell my rally you to a rich mill in the trenches with some young nigga tryna tell him how this rich shit really feel You ain't never been in the field with them late nights off in the drill, with them great whites locked in the cell, like Josh, ain't no ditch. I was a rich nigga in the piss. I was strapping up and niggas playing rhin. I was a rich nigga on a mission. I was motivated, I was watching smoothie, I was broke nigga in the kitchen. I was chasing million when they said I couldn't. I was hard-headed, I ain't listen. Kinda glad that I never did, Now then when y'all made it, out the trench, yeah All of my money is new, all of my money is blue, riddle me this I'm supposed to go get the money and keep doing favors and give all my money to who You keep telling me niggas keep telling you what, why they be running to you and why every time niggas talk about me and it's bad, they keep coming to you I never got that part Nigga know you my man, but every time you wanna talk bad about me, he come to you And you come to me like a whole ass nigga Just so slap the shit out you, fuck it 100's, 100's, 100's. My homie a but he know I rock, so he know that I'm ready, however he comin' We done went up on these niggas like 79. They talking about bodies, we talking about men, We talking about money, they talking about killing. I gotta go to the bathroom as soon as I walk in the building. You know I don't live. Walking, I'm talking and passing the glizzy. No look at our sister, you know I ain't slipping. Cutting your treasure, just me and like one of my savages, nigga. You know I ain't tripping. I can't get a starter, them balling like Jordan. We sliding with torches, we told the pimpin' as fuck with these things. I didn't be laughing to the bank. I done pulled up with the presidential on my wrist and this bitch is like Hillary. I was
3: just in the kitchen the hand on my Tanner like my name with Billy Ray, and I better have me a hundred million dollars on these niggas for I be 28. Remember back when them bitches went loving me, twenty thousand the best she ain't dubbing me. I'ma ain't no bitch out here running me. Lamborghini the same color Bumblebee, pull up collin' the same color seats In the game ain't no young nigga touch me. Yeah she know I'm the shit, and she know that I'm rich every time that fuck she ain't me. And that's my love of the week. Blue
1: notes too.
0: and then for my vibe of the week everybody already knows it's about to be a song off of um, Don Tolliver's new album and like I said I wish I could play just three songs back to back to back but I'm not going to so I'm going to play the last song out of that trilogy Um, and the song is called Company Part 2
2: (laughs) Mitchell!
3: In my room, let me get a broom, sticks, bamboo uh-huh. yeah, different color shrooms on the biggest and uh-huh. 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 yeah, She rocking Jimmy too, she kick a color uh-huh. she's so in love me. Why don't I go in yeah, and sparkle up? Yeah. Got my blood in my lighter, bitch. I'm parking up. Yeah. She gon' bust it while open for an emerald cut. I lean up, 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 up. For a long time. To keep it stuck, I'm on my own grind. I keep a cut. She want her own time. To- i going walk to you Ain't good enough, Go and to talk to it. Cause if you sacrifice, you're to change your life. I ain't bad at you. One bit, it might just change your brain. It just change your heart, done got stolen. I can't control it. I can't control it. Down in my moment. Down in my Down in my moment. She's so in love with me. Uh, 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 uh She's so in love with me. I can't cut on it, baby. I need your company. Uh, 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 uh company, company. Uh, 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 uh Just like it's white on white, girl. Just let me take my time, girl. Just like a diamond, you shine, girl. Mine, oh my
0: And that was Company Part 2 by Don Tolliver off of his latest album, Life of a Don. Make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. Some nice vibes all around. Yeah, like I said, I'm going to be taking the next week off, so you will not get an episode from us next week. Uh, The following week, I will not be there, so you'll have... Darnell and Imani, hopefully, will be able to hold it down in my absence. And then the week after that, which I just heard, and, you know, it's going to be a sad spot for me later. My man Jake told me he's going to be departing from the show. Ow, ow, Yeah. I had to announce that on the show because, you know, ow, there's a Jake Hive out there somewhere. So the fans are going to miss him as well. Um, will the production be as clean? I'll do my best. I'll do my best in his ass well you know the gang over here is gonna miss him um, as he takes his next step into his future we wish him the most success and the best and you know he'll he'll slide back Hmm. when he you know If he decides to. He knows he's welcome back anytime. (laughs) But, um, yeah, we definitely wish him the best. And, yeah, we're going to keep going strong. Um, It's been your boy, DME.
1: It's been you, guy, money.
0: You've been listening to The Urban Product. Stay tuned. We got some amazing shit coming up for y'all. Be easy out there.
3: Don't put me in a box now. I'm by myself. Yeah, I'm on lockdown. Sometimes you got to find what's wrong. here, what's right? But a long road here coming, blue honey's on my me, And I can split the whole damn thing with my woman. What's yours is mine. I'm sitting here with yours is mine. Don't leave the house, baby. You gotta swing my way, but don't believe the hype, baby. I'm a shady, so don't believe the hype, baby. I might lie sometimes, don't believe the hype, baby. To five in the morning, I uh, caught you young uh, yeah I guess I can't get no easy, I know you need me I guess I gotta ride your way, but do you a favor, yeah I know I can't get no easy, I know you need me I'm cutie shots I'm catching up I got the Indian tequila, no ketchup Don't no, she you a body, man, a am attached to Don't make me see this is so. home But I better made it out on my own I'll me later when you're all alone. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, yeah Ooh we're going till five in the morning. I uh caught you yawning. the uh, yeah. I guess I can't get no easy, I know you need me I guess I gon' ride your way, do you a favor, yeah I know I can't get no easy, I know you need me I gotta live my life